Hi, welcome to the Binge 10. My name's Larry Goldman, and here are the things you should be watching right now. Uh, in the last month, uh, a whole bunch of stuff has premiered. Uh, this is, uh, we're going to count them down and see what you should be watching and what you should not be watching. Uh, so first of all, on Hulu, Under the Banner of Heaven. It stars Andrew Garfield. You know him as Spider-Man. Um, this is a crime drama set in Mormon country in Utah. Garfield is the detective investigating a murder of a woman and her child with some extremist Mormon religious group as the key suspects. The, the book that is based on is from John Krakauer, which usually transforms into movies pretty well. This series, though, moves very, very slowly. I have trouble paying attention to it and or caring about it. I can't recommend Under the Banner of Heaven. Shining Girls. So on Apple TV, this stars Elizabeth Moss. You know her from Handmaid Tales and Mad Men. Moss's character, Kirby, uh, was assaulted and severely injured by a man who was never caught. Uh, Kirby tries to solve the crime on her own and comes up with some suspicions that there could be a serial killer. Um, but the evidence doesn't make sense, and her grip on reality is skeptical. I read this book before it started. The, uh, the series is loosely based on the book. The series uh, takes a couple other twists and turns that I think are really, really interesting. I'm highly recommending Shining Girls. Of the Wilds, they're back for its second season on Amazon Prime. This is a Yellow Jacket-like story. It's a group of boys and a different group of girls, two separate groups, uh, separately marooned on separate islands, okay? Uh, there's a group of scientists watching them to see how they react and survive this ordeal. Uh, sometimes we get a glimpse of flash-forwards where the scientists are interviewing the stranded teenagers after the fact, so after they've been rescued. We don't completely know what's going on. It takes us through, you know, types of things that you hope are going on. Uh, the first season I thought was pretty interesting. The second season is not. It is not interesting. I think The Wilds is barely okay. The Time Traveler's Wife. So it's on HBO. It's, of course, based on the book and uh, I guess the movie from many years ago. Uh, this is now a series. Basically, we follow the time traveler back and forth through time, learning about how he learned about time travel and how he met, re-met, and continues to re-meet his future, and in some cases past, wife. Uh, there's a little bit of a documentary-style interviewing, uh, both from the time traveler and his wife. And we get some, the sense that something bad has happened to our favorite time traveler. It's really good. Uh, I, I recommend the time traveler's wife. Uh, Tyran, back for season two on Apple TV. This is an Israeli thriller. Uh, it's in Arabic, it's in Hebrew, and there's some English thrown in as well. The second season starts right after season one. The energy, the high-octane suspense, it never ends. It just kicks right off, seat of the chair type of stuff, right from the first few minutes of season two. Uh, first things first, we need to rescue the pilot who was shot down in season one, so that's what we'll do first. 
Next step is getting on with the mission, which we're never exactly sure what the mission was. In season one, you were trying to kill a power plant. In season two, uh, you were trying to kill uh, the Minister of Defense, I think, or something like that. Uh, suspense is very, very high end. You basically spend an hour every week trying to figure out how they're going to get out of one bad situation after another. Glenn Close stars as a local Mossad operative in Tehran this season. I recommend Tehran. It's good. Candy stars Jessica Biel, and it's on Hulu. True crime drama of a woman who supposedly kills her best friend, wait for it, with an axe. Uh, the cast is fantastic. It includes Pablo, Schre- Pablo Schreiber. You know him as Master uh, on Halo. Uh, Melanie Linsky from Yellow Jackets. Timothy Simmons from Veep. Uh, it's meant to be kind of funny, uh, but somebody does die, so that's not funny. And this isn't as funny as the thing about Pam and, and maybe isn't quite as interesting there's some chuckles and there's some interest when Beale continues to cheat on her husband and he keeps on coming up with excuses on why not to blame her. Candy is just okay. If you want something like this, I recommend the thing about Pam. Uh, Angeline. So this is on Peacock. It stars Emily Rossum from Shameless. You might remember the billboard queen of LA in the nineties, Angeline. Of course, Angeline was famously famous for being famous. She tried to make movies or music. Nothing really panned out. She basically lived for free and was one of the most recognizable personas in L.A. in the 90s. Hamish Linklater stars as her business manager. It's, again, part documentary style. It flips back and forth between scenes of Angelie's life in the 90s and interviews in the present. We're basically following around an L.A. Times reporter who was trying to figure out who she is or was. The show is really funny, really intriguing. Uh, the last episode goes a little off the rails with some sort of, I don't know, science fiction thing. But I recommend Angeline. You're going to like it a lot. Who Killed Sarah? Sarah, the final season of Who Killed Sarah is out. It's on Netflix to binge. The soap opera style jumps the shark this season. They invent a new bad guy who is supposedly trying to eradicate schizophrenia and homosexuality with one drug or one treatment. I'm not sure what the link between the two are. It's ridiculous. It's not as much fun as previous seasons. If you want to see how it ends, knock yourself out. I'm, of course, going to see how it ends. I can't help myself. But it isn't very good. I can't recommend Who Killed Sarah. Welcome to Eden, another Spanish series you can binge on Netflix. This is a story of some teenagers who get invited to a party on an island, but five people mysteriously don't get taken back to shore. They come up with all sorts of excuses. There was a uh, there was a storm. You're going to go back tomorrow or the next day or next week. They're not going back anyway. We spend our time trying to figure out what the conspiracy is and what the owners of the island really want. Probably should have been four episodes. There just isn't enough here for eight episodes. I don't recommend Welcome to Eden. I might try to finish it. I'm on like episode five. I've been struggling with this for a few weeks. Uh, don't recommend Welcome to Eden. Night Sky on Amazon. Night Sky is ready to binge and stars J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek. Stories about a nice elderly couple in Illinois who happens to have a transporter in their shed. The transporter takes them to, you guessed it, it's another planet. 
we spend the entire season trying to understand what is on the planet. Are there more transporters on Earth? Who else knows about the transporters? In the middle of it all is a story about family and marriage. This is so good, so very good, to the point that I I can't wait for the next season. You know, I can't wait for another Amazon year, year and a half for the next one to come out. Uh, they, they, They give you stuff. They answer some questions. They really do. But there's a lot that goes unanswered. There's a lot that they can do next season. And uh, I can barely tell you anything about the show for fear of ruining it. Other than you need to watch Root Night Sky. You need to watch it all this weekend. Strange New Worlds on Paramount Plus. Strange New Worlds is another prequel to the original Star Trek series from the 60s. First prequel was Discovery. Now we've got Strange New World. Uh, The original series, the one back in the 60s, I think they had Captain Pike in the premiere episode, I think. I'm stretching my memory here. That was about it. Uh, Pike and the Enterprise uh, was a big part of a season on Discovery where the Discovery was sent forward in time. So now they've spun off Captain Pike and the Enterprise crew, its own series. Uh, Yahura's already, you know, the communications officer, Spock's on board already. Uh, Pike's a bit of a wisecracker, but other than that, of course, he's a highly decorated captain. I don't know if at some point we'll meet Captain Kirk. I think, and I mean, if they did this, it it came and went so fast. I miss it, but I think we met Captain Kirk's father already, and he's on the Enterprise. Uh, Very reminiscent of the original series in that it does, you know, kind of the plan of the week thing. You know, every week, we're going to save some sort of planet or we're going to meet some sort of planet or we're going to have some sort of uh, issue on a new planet. There's not really one story that's, you know, going through the whole season. It's just one show after another, pretty independent, almost, almost like an anthology, other than it's the same characters over and over again. Uh, I, I recommend Strange New Worlds. I like it. There's nothing not to like. It, it's solid. Um uh, it does without some of the overacting, over sentimentality, over drama that is Discovery. Uh, it does without some of the um, uh, who's the sweet old guy stuff that's on Picard, uh, and all the relationship stuff that's on Picard. This is straightforward Star Trek, and so I recommend it. Uh, now and then, another Spanish show. They're killing it. <laughs> this one's on Apple. It has a few actors from Who Killed Sarah, specifically Manolo Cardona, and a few from Narcos, uh, if you remember the Lord of the Sky, Jose Maria Yazpik. It's almost the exact same story as Who Killed Sarah. Some teachers did some bad things, and it comes back to haunt them 20 years ago. There's a blackmailer. Uh, Rosie Perez is the cop investigating an incident in both times. And she's got it out for these kids who she thinks escaped justice. And 20 years later, she's out to get them. No, that's just okay. It's all right. Even though it's a little bit of a redo, it's better than season three of Who Killed Sarah? And it's much better than Welcome to Eden. Finally, 14. 
Pistol, the long, long, long awaited six Sex Pistol biopic. It's out on Julio to binge, all six episodes. It's based on the book by the guitarist Steve Jones. The show has been held up in litigation for a while because lead singer Johnny Rotten doesn't like it. The court's granted it, though, and Danny Boyle from Train Spotting is the director and the producer. I read the book and the six-episode season. does a nice job of chronicling, chronicling the four years that the Sex Pistols were actually around. They touch on the early years without Rotten, the years without Sid Vicious, Sid and Nancy, and then their one nine-city tour. Uh, a lot of people know the Sex Pistols came and went fast. They don't realize how fast it came and went. They did one tour in the U.S., nine cities. That was it. Now, of course, in the 90s and 2000s, they've done some reunion tours, uh, but that was it. Um, I recommend Pistol. It's, it's very, very good. It is rated R. A lot of drugs, of course, a lot of drinking, a lot of sex. You get uh, Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. Uh, her, she's not in it. She's not the actor in it, but there's an actress playing. Chrissy Hine is in it. A bunch of other cameos, Billy Idol, some others, Susie and the Banshee uh, that, that you'll see. So it's if you're a fan of punk rock, if you're a fan of Sex Pistols, this is a must-see. I wish they talked a little bit more about how Malcolm screwed him out of so much money, but they uh, – they kind of didn't go there. As always, a whole bunch of things ended since the last time we talked. Uh, Julia ended. It's one of the most fun things I've watched in a while. Made for Love ended. It was okay. The joke didn't totally last, but it was decent. Flight attended. It wasn't much fun. So serious. Lots of crying. Very few laughs. Uh, I think they should spin off a show just with her her friend and her uh, her husband. Uh, but flight attendant, I'm sure they'll do a season three. I can do without it. Winning time ended. That's a must see. Doesn't matter if you like basketball or not. Got to see winning time. Halo ended. It was pretty interesting. We still don't know everything we need to know about the artifacts or what all show is about. Uh, but it's good. Outer range ended. It was really good. It won't be really simple to do a season two. There's a great twist at the end, but there is a lot we don't know. There's a lot of questions unanswered. Um, I would pick Night Sky over Outer Range, but I liked them both. Outer Range is good. Tokyo Vice ended. It was pretty solid throughout. Better Call Saul's on break. You're either watching that or not. You know, I, I can't, I can't tell you what to do there. We Own This City ended. It was very good. I didn't realize it was totally based on a complete true story, but it is all about corrupt, corrupt cops out of Baltimore. That one's by... The Wire guy. So if you like The Wire, you'll, you'll probably like this. Uh, Ozark is on its break. They'll do another, I, I don't know what it is, four or five uh, episodes, uh, I think, in July. You're either watching Ozark or you're not. It's too late to, you know, for me to tell you. If you're not watching Ozark, you should. Go back to watch the first season, though. You got four years to catch up on. But if you're looking to watch stuff that's brand new, that's out right now, or stuff that's, you know, not even finished yet, Here's what you should watch. My top 10. 10, Angeline. Five episodes, you'll get through it pretty quickly. Nine, Strange New Worlds. Number eight, Stranger Things. I don't have to review it. Again, like Ozark, you're watching that or you're not watching that. It's season four. It's good. They're really tying it all together. They're really showing you how, uh, uh, you know, Eleven kind of got her powers, how she lost them you know, how this whole upside down thing came to be. 
that's kind of interesting. Um, uh, I like it a lot. Um, there is a storyline with Hopper and being rescued from a Russian gulag I can do without. Uh, Time Traveler's Wife is number seven. Six is Tehran. Five, Shining Girls. Four is Pistol. Three is Night Sky. Two is Ozark. I threw it in there. And number one, The Offer. Every week is fantastic with The Offer. Um, This week is absolutely no exception. Um, You know, other things that didn't make the list, you know, you probably should be watching Russian Doll, 61st Street, uh, Picard, we talked about, you know, we own the city. You know, one thing that didn't make it that should really be on the list, if it was 11, maybe even ahead of uh, Strange New Worlds even, is uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth on Showtime. Very, very good. Might be a slight miss. Something not to watch? Moon Knight. Don't give it a second thought. Coming out this week, Borgen on Netflix. Kind of a West Wing in Denmark. The Orville is back. Just in time for Strange New Worlds, you got the comedy The Orville. The boys get psyched, get excited for the boys. And physical. Really, really good show. Really, really funny show. I don't know where they could take it from last season, but I'm watching it. This is Larry Goldman. That is your Binge 10. I know it's nice out, but find time to watch TV.